0: This is Talk Medicine with Rob Bennett and Michigan Primary Care Partners of Big Rapids on WBRN. Talk Medicine is a paid medical program which does not reflect the opinions of the management and staff of WBRN and the Big Rapids Radio Network. Welcome back to Segment 3 of Talk Medicine with Dr. Harpreet Singh from Michigan Primary Care Partners in Big Rapids. And at michiganprimarycarepartners.com. dot com, I am Rob Bennett, and this is News Radio WBRN, sponsored by Metron of Big Rapids, caring for people one person at a time. Doctor Singh, why is it important for diabetics to have to maintain records?
1: So, you know, I believe in Peter Drucker's um, management uh, rule of what gets measured gets managed. So, what happens is. Everybody is into apps. Everybody mm-hmm. is into apps. Great. It's a great idea to have apps. So information is getting stored in the apps it's called as information fridge. It is there. Until you open the fridge you are now going to eat the goods. Mm-hmm. What we need to show is it should be information radiator. Information should radiate out. It should be written large on your face. And this methodology is not only Peter Drucker's methodology, it is also the Kanban approach from the Toyota production system they used to use the cards. Very, very important thing that if you hide the information in the apps or website. They are good to rec to to record things, but they should be printed out and kept in front of you, so every day you see your goals. What is your backlog? Mm-hmm. What is your to-do list? Are you what is your work in progress? Are you able to do this or not? You know, uh, you know, you need to make sure you see every day. That's why I always emphasize my patients to keep the records of the things. If you cannot keep the records, it will be very, very difficult for them to see their progress. And, you know, if I ask you what is your weight, what is your waist, you should be like knowing like this. You should not wait because, you know, it is that little pleasure. It's the little pleasure you get And it's just a small random acts of kindness and happiness. Mm -hmm. That small little things will make you happy and will keep you motivated and be on the track. I always keep a track of my belt. You know, I keep, I never throw my belt away. It's sitting over there. Okay, I'm reducing inside, you know. It it gives you that, you know, motivation that, you know what, I was humongous. You know, Mm -hmm. now I have, you know, shrunk. You know, I have lost weight, but I was huge. I always, I could not understand the mechanism of obesity because it is very difficult to understand the mechanism of obesity. And we will, if we have time, we'll talk about that. But, you know, the obesity is a very tricky thing. You know, if you keep a track of your waist, weight, height, almost is always the same. Um, But in old people, it kind of, you know, you You also shrink shrink a little. little. So you keep a every morning, you should measure your weight. Why? Why you should? Because not only it's water weight, it is about how you're going to, uh, you know, if you don't measure it, what's going to happen, you're going to eat, keep on eating junk. So if you measure your weight daily and you write it down and you say, you know what? I had increase of one pound, you know, then in your subconscious mind, it's going to keep you, on the track of eating right. Because, you know, obesity is, you know, a very interesting analogy I kind of uh, make, you know, of a gas gauge, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, In our cars, we have a gas gauge, you know, empty tank and a full tank, right? Mm -hmm. So obesity also works like that. So in our body, we have a hormone called as ghrelin hormone, ghrelin. G-H-R-E-L-I-N. This ghrelin hormone is a hungry hormone. So when your car is hungry, you go to the gas station, mm-hmm. right, to get a gas. When you are hungry, you go to the gas station to get some junk, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So gas, ghrelin, G-gas, <coughs> ghrelin, hungry hormone, right? So your hungry hormone are up when you go to a gas station to get gas filled and your gas also filled, mm-hmm. ghrelin, yeah. hungry hormone. But incidentally, or scientists have discovered is there is something called as leptin. Leptin word is is derived from the word leptose. Leptos, T-O-S. O, zero, zero size. S, skinny. So leptin is a skinny hormone. So when you are your appetite is full, leptin will go into your brain to the appetite center and say, I am full, don't eat more. Mm-hmm. So very interesting. So you have to imagine a gas cage, empty tank, full tank. Full is satiety, leptin, Empty is, you go to a gas station, ghrelin, you get a gas, you get uh, you get a junk, ghrelin, hungry hormone is up, and here the leptin is more when you are full, right? Mm-hmm. But why do people get obese? It is that imbalance of these two hormones. Okay? Mm-hmm. So you are... People say, I'm sometimes, I'm not even eating anything. I'm still gaining weight, you know. So what exactly happens? They have done the experiments. Some people are leptin resistant. So leptin is supposed to shut down your hunger centers. But the leptin is not able to cross the blood brain barrier. It cannot shut off the hunger center. When it cannot shut off the hunger center, you keep on eating. But why it cannot shut off the hunger center? Because in that blood-brain barrier over here, there the triglycerides, remember the cholesterol, the triglycerides? Mm-hmm. If you eat a lot of breads, the triglycerides will go up. This leptin cannot cross that blood-brain barrier if you have large amount of triglycerides. Because they're blocking it. They are blocking it. So you become leptin resistant, kind of leptin resistant. Mm -hmm. It is not working. And your satiety center, your tank is full, but it is not able to recognize that and you keep keep on eating. Keep on eating. Keep on eating. And that's why you gain weight. So it is the, that's why, you know, when we eat little bit of breads, we always feel hungry a little bit after that, you know why? Mm-hmm. And you have to control that itch. That that, that moments itch. and you know what, I have to con- Breads will never make you feel full. And this all depends on these that itch you cannot control the satiety center is not satisfied properly. It's a very interesting phenomena mm-hmm. how the obesity in the ghrelin and the leptin and the obesity is all linked together, and that's why when you keep a record of it, that you know I'm gaining, I'm going up, going up, going up. Oh no, I have to come down. Mm-hmm. When you keep a record of it, you you can nail this down. So that's why I encourage my patients to bring me the, you know, either you you maintain uh, somewhere where you can bring or send me a note or. And some people will fax their weight and sugars Mm -hmm. and blood pressure, so you always keep a close watch, and it should be right in front of you.
0: And most diets they have you do that too. They want you to keep records of everything that you eat, anything that you put into your mouth. They want you to write it down. And
1: oh, absolutely! You know, people have been asking me about you know my you know weight loss clinic when I'm starting in Big Rapids. You know, I'm saying it's coming, it's coming. You know, it takes time to get everything. You know, I'm starting a you know I crush. uh, uh, Disease and weight loss clinic mm-hmm. or weight loss center institute. It's not a clinic. It's uh, in B- big Rapids. I'm planning to do it for free or something like that. I don't know yet. I am y- yet to decide. Right. Well, how you know? I want to help people so who are really motivated uh, to to uh, you know to get better. Kind of an instructional instructional thing. thing yeah. yeah. Like I do my weight loss. Uh, you know, in a group session. I have mm-hmm. one nurse who wants to join me. And she's a dietitian and, you know, we'll follow over on my book is coming out on that. So it will be very, int- yeah. very interesting and exciting times ahead. Oh, you know? yeah, that's
0: that's great. We're looking forward to it. Um, but uh, now,
1: as far as diabetes goes, how is stroke and diabetes related? So, again, the same same mechanism of action which happens in the blood vessels, you can imagine a hose, okay? You can imagine a hose. You can imagine, you can cut the tennis balls. Imagine you have have sliced the tennis balls Mm -hmm. half, right, into half, and you have stuck those half of the tennis balls on the inner side of the hose. The tennis balls are like an endothelium, okay, like a blood cells. So, you know, not the blood cell, the cells which line up the inside of the hose. Mm -hmm. So, similarly, our blood vessels have endothelium, and you imagine the tennis ball starts falling why because the, the there is a dysfunction in the endothelium because the markers of inflammation and this happens because of the high sugars because of diabetes and this makes an entry point for that plaque which is supposed to go in as i explained in the cholesterol so that's how the plaque will start forming from in, from a, from the wall and keeps on growing and one day it's going to break that plaque and go into the brain and cause a stroke. Mm. I
0: don't know. I, I understand it, but it's just kind of depressing. And speaking mm. of that, <laughs> depression is the next thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, again, uh, the, so you have to understand the whole mechanism of action. Depression and dementia comes together. Uh, first of all, managing is a big thing, you know. Managing sugar is a big thing, they cannot eat what they have been eating, their habits have to be changed, so it's a behavioral modification. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, diabetes, uh, then you have to measure it, you have to take it, you know, all the places. So, plus the cost of the medications, There are so many things, and there's a restriction that can they can only have thousand bucks in, in their hand and prescribing $200 medication. So we try to help as much as we can with the samples and all, but, you know, again, it is difficult So uh, to get the medications also, diabetes. So a lot of companies are there which can help us out mm-hmm. with the medications and all. We, my nurse is very good. You know, our office tries to help a lot. And, you know, uh, very kind of Dr. Juneja to have the samples there for the patients. And, uh it's really uh, you know beneficial uh, for the patients to come in and and see us if uh, if they are diabetic we can see what can and depression comes because there is nobody to teach them there is nobody to coach them they cannot man- manage the medications they cannot manage the blood sugars so management and plus the diabetes itself can cause depression mm-hmm. and what about impotence. So uh, the same, uh, you know, there are three muscles uh, in the penis, three muscles. Mm-hmm. The blood flow happens through them. So if there is high sugars and cholesterol are deposited, so, you know, blood f- cannot flow in. So when the blood cannot flow in, the you know, you will have uh, problems with erection. You know, when the blood cannot flow in, you have problems with the erection, and this will cause impotence. So that's how why... You know, people will start asking for these medications, uh, you know, Sildenafel. And what it really does is it releases the nitric oxide causing the dilatation. And when and the dilatation happens, it uh, you know, you get a long, uh, it long-time long erection, you know. So, it, it, again, it's difficult to explain via the ear, you know, as yeah, you guys. Know, right. so, but, again, uh, impotence is very common in diabetes. Plus, not only the blood flow issues, but also the nerve issues. Because if the nerves are dead, and the nerves, the same mechanism as we discussed in infection, it will not supply to the blood vessels, and you will have impotence.
0: Okay, and then what is A one C? A A1,
1: one, it's a you know in diabetes, hemoglobin A one C is measured. Hemoglobin A one C is the uh, you know after 3 to 4 months we measure a long term sugar so it reflects how your sugar is behaving on the long term not on the short term but on the long term basis mm-hmm. so what happens is uh the sugar which is supposed to go into the blood vessels the sugar is supposed to go in the blood vessels for example and uh, so uh so this is the muscle this is a muscle and this is the the sugar is supposed to go into the blood Mm -hmm. and this is the blood vessel sugar goes like this and this is a lock and this is the pancreas so insulin is released like a key it goes in opens this lock and the sugar goes in if this insulin is rusted or this key is rusted in type two diabetes, this lock will not open, and the glucose will not go in. Oh, okay. Okay, glucose will stick around in the blood vessel. This glucose will enter into the blood vessel, blood cell, and will combine with the hemoglobin to form hemoglobin A one C. So this is hemoglobin A one C.
0: Well, I don't know how we do it, but we work at uh, we record this around dinner time. <laughs> and, you, and you've and you talked about grilling and A1, and now I want a steak. <laughs> <laughs> but that is going to wrap up the show, so maybe we can go out and, and find a steak. A steak isn't bread. Red meat? Yes, <laughs> that's right. Oh, there, there we go. <laughs> Thank you for listening, and we appreciate it. This uh, wraps up this segment and this show for Talk Medicine with Dr. Harpreet Singh from Michigan Primary Care Partners in Big Rapids and at michiganprimarycarepartners.com. I'm Rob Bennett, and this is News Radio WBRN, sponsored by Metron of Big Rapids, caring for people one person at a time.
1: Have a blessed weekend.